Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. do what you love and love what you do an offset phrase and one that very few of us have had true experience with our guest today raksha rao ceo and co-founder of parjanya creative solutions is one such who's found that ideal intersect between her passion and her work so much so that they are almost one raksha gives us glimpses into her inspiration driven by a deep interest in fitness and love for classical music and what she looks for when hiring people for the company listen on Good morning Raksha a very warm welcome to you on the Software People Stories podcast it's a pleasure to have you here with us we'll see i'm really excited to see how this conversation goes today good morning chitra thank you for having me um, likewise i'm super excited to be here and also looking forward to talking to you and uh, our conversation today so we usually start by asking guests to introduce yourselves and how would you like to do that for our listeners sure so again my name is raksha rao and i am the ceo and co-founder of a company called parjanya creative solutions currently we are focused on building products in the health fitness and arts domains and what we focus on is technologies um, interactive media technologies like ar vr and spatial audio that's a little bit about me so raksha your life in technology and a technologist you also have multiple other dimensions too where did all this begin you know your interest in uh, health and fitness your uh, perhaps training in classical music and mm-hmm. your segue into technology how did all that come to be yeah classical music i think um, was one of the first things that i picked up my mother is a singer my grandmother both my grandmothers sing um and maybe it just ran in the family somehow but um i began singing when i was a 4 year old i started taking formal lessons when i was a 4 year old so it started on quite early for me yeah so music has always been a part of growing up like i've always been going to classes and that's been a huge part of my life and so the same thing has continued and i'm really fortunate to be also working on something that is much very much related to music so that is um, that's always been there and i still continue to take classes i still continue to teach and perform that's the music part that's been going on health and fitness is something that when i got married to krishna who's uh, my husband and my co-founder um, we were in a place in the us where it was really really conducive to running and it was a very picturesque little town so that's how we both got started and actually he was actually doing it much before me and i just happened to join in on the journey there but uh, we began running marathons and we were uh, quite serious about it we finished a couple marathons and health and fitness has always you know uh, it's taken a front seat for me uh, ever since so that's how yes we both got interested in the domain and tried to you know marry that with 
technology and the ex like the skill set that we had in technology i am by education a computer science enge- engineer and i got introduced into computer science way back in my 11th standard where i took computer science as a uh, as an elective and we were taught computer programming back then so yeah right from school i've been uh, doing computer programming and uh, yes that's continued till date that's a short you know introduction into like these different facets of my life right now very interesting raksha yeah a teacher a lifelong learner you appear to be <laughs> Um, absolutely and somebody who has found the sweet spot between passion entrepreneurship and your daily work it seems like a tremendous combination so how did this uh, journey for you begin where did you what did you do after your graduation and uh, how did that eventually lead into the space of entrepreneurship yeah when i finished my um, bachelor's in computer science i was looking for jobs and um, here i started off my career with siemens here in bangalore and i was working there for a couple of years for me what really fascinated about uh, the branch of computer science was the was the kind of you know it was never about rote learning or something like that it's what it was always about the logic and it was about um, making sure that whatever you write or whatever you create is the most optimal and the best solution that you could do so that really fascinated me and i was always looking to learn new things and push myself with new challenges yeah even as a young engineer that was my focus to just learn and push myself into solving different challenges each day i was looking to learn from my peers from my managers and uh, that's how it all started when it comes to entrepreneurship i think the seeds were there quite early on even uh, with my first job i was not only interested in how to solve a problem but also interested in why am i solving this particular problem and uh, that's where the roots of entrepreneurship really began where i also wanted to see like why are we building a solution whom are we building this for you know eventually as i grew into my career that itch remained where i wanted to see a much larger picture than what i was just you know working on or what i was the, the solution that i was coding that particular day for example uh, yeah i always wanted to become an entrepreneur and know the entirety of the Uh, solution and the picture yeah that's i think where it all began for me it's a big step that you've taken so early in life usually <laughs> um i have seen two ends of the spectrum either people straight out very early on become entrepreneurs so sort of after you maybe had you know enough of experience in various domains or enough of a corporate life and then you decide okay now i need to do something on my own but you and your husband seem to have embarked on this journey very early on weren't you worried about anything weren't you all uh, you know how did you take this decision so early on i'm sure there must have been a lot of risks a lot of challenges you know what actually caused you to bite the bullet what kind of support did you receive it's um, it's interesting i mean while i speak for myself and while i say that you know um, i've always had the each to become an entrepreneur and uh, start something on my own it was interestingly the same um, same ideas and the same kind of ambition that uh, krishna also had who's uh, and uh, somehow when we we both have worked for different companies we worked for like smaller startups and we worked for big 
firms yeah all through our careers i think it's i mean for him it's it was almost like more than a decade in the us all through that time we have always talked about you know doing things on our own and building apps and building solutions that uh, we are focused about like the we are passionate about the domains so yeah i think this has always been on our mind and when we moved back to india in 2019 we felt that it was just the right time to be doing that like we are seeing now the wave of entrepreneurship uh, startups is on a big high right now in bangalore and the time just felt right to be doing this and that's i think why we jumped on to it and we thought that we could actually give this a chance where we build something that we were we both were passionate about nice raksha it's good to have a partner uh, you know in every sense uh, this is i guess it's turned out to be a, a beautiful journey together <laughs> absolutely yeah so this is uh, certainly a curiosity question you said uh, your husband has spent over a decade in the us and you mm-hmm. yourself you spent a lot of time there it's not uh, common to find people who take a decision to move back so what really triggered it because in the us you have a conducive startup ecosystem as well typically what you hear here locally is that while yes there is a very energetic and uh, you know vibrant startup community here as well people mm-hmm. also tend to find it relatively more challenging to set up a business from scratch yeah what was your urge um, back and uh, you know what have you faced in terms what's worked well for you and you know what remain as challenges that's a actually a very interesting question again like we both always wanted to come back for good in india um and though like you say the startup ecosystem even in us is really really great and uh, we were in california which is the heart of computers and startup and innovation in the technology space but we still knew that we wanted to come back to india and uh, the reasons were multifold really i mean with regards to the company and both our careers we wanted our indian roots to be there with whatever we are building you know even if it is a health and fitness app or if it is uh, something related to music we always knew that uh, we wanted to produce everything that we did uh, in india so we wanted the content to be originally produced and uh, made in india and we were really i mean we take pride in doing that and uh, we really wanted to be here to be able to do that so you know just being in the us and trying to produce something in india it was a little like the logistical challenges of that are many so we wanted to be here and to be able to do that so we wanted to highlight the everywhere we were seeing apps that were coming out and uh, really highlighting the the best parts of the world through their apps but somehow that thing was missing for india and so we also wanted to uh, you know give it a shot and uh, do our part in doing that so that was one and again like all our families were here and we wanted our little daughter who's 3 now we wanted her to grow up in india and um, have the same kind of atmosphere that we both had as we were growing up so that was one of the biggest drivers for us what has really worked for us here is a really great support system whether it is our family or our network of friends and acquaintances you know like the any endeavor that we take up we have a huge support system that uh, is ready to get behind us and uh, 
support us in any way possible and uh, that has really really propelled this startup forward and um, yeah we are really both really grateful for all the people who do what they do to make things happen that's nice raksha nothing like having friends and family as the wind beneath your wings and i really <laughs> hope that continues for you all you know you started your company in 2019 and uh, come 2020 the world was in the throes of something <laughs> that i think uh, hadn't happened in a hundred years how has that worked out for you you know it must have been early days of the company so hiring the right people getting the team to work together mm-hmm. uh, understanding each other and i'm assuming most of that happened remotely last 18 months been like for you honestly something that we never expected would happen like we had a completely different picture in mind <laughs> while we were coming back and um, like the first 8 to 9 months were, were like exactly like how we had imagined there were a lot more travels and lot more going out and actually meeting people but uh, somehow that hasn't happened uh, but you are right like most of our company and the building part of it hiring everything has happened online you know though we would have really preferred for all of us to be in the same room in the same building to be working off together but uh, somehow i think we have all learned to adapt to how the new kind of communication works um, be it zoom calls skype calls whatever it is we have learned to um, adapt best to it and make sure that we communicate often we communicate effectively but at the same time we are mindful of each other's space and time because you know like uh, working from home it's really hard to draw boundaries between work and home you're always there you're always there for the work that is spending at home but you're always there for the work that is spending at work so uh, it's really hard to draw boundaries there so we've tried to be very respectful and mindful about people's time in totality we have tried to learn through these and make it work for us but, uh, one thing that i do have to say is being remote we've had the help of engineers and people uh, from across india from across the world that some of the greatest work has happened without even meeting somebody so in the end it has all worked out if i just you know look at it in hindsight yeah i guess this entire environment has triggered uh... unusual amounts of empathy compassion and kindness in <laughs> the most uh, unexpected areas interestingly yes yeah definitely in fact uh, i often think did it really take something like this pandemic to bring out the best in people i feel maybe it's a good thing in many ways i have also heard this from a lot of other people who began their businesses and uh, help came from the most unexpected corners but if you asked for it it was always there um a very very interesting things have come out of it um in terms of music like where i am usually very actively looking out for things you know uh, i've always had this thing about like going and attending concerts and that whole paradigm has changed to online concerts and just to see the evolution of these things has been so interesting um as a spectator as a listener in the audience uh, as a performer um, you know things have gone through a lot of changes and like you said you know while things have uh, gone online at such a rapid pace uh, mm-hmm. and you spoke about concerts mm-hmm. how ha- have some of those uh, given you all ideas for your uh, creations for your apps 
Um, mm-hmm. What are some of those? And, uh, you know, how have the past 18 months influenced your, you know, app roadmap or the ideas that you all are working off of? It's really triggered off some very interesting things in, um, in terms of what we were doing and how they have shaped up. While we came back, one of the things that I started off I think in uh, July 2019 was my master's degree in music. So I used to attend college and, you know, I used to go for regular classes. And um, by March 2020, when everything shut down, even my classes moved online. Um, And I could see a marked difference between the way of teaching that was happening in the colleges versus what happened, what continued online. You know, as students, I and my uh, fellow classmates, we felt like nothing is the same. Like, you know, the the, the charm of sitting together and singing, um, listening to our teachers, teach to our teachers, um, different aspects, everything was very different. That actually led to the idea of a product and an app that we are currently um, you know, we just recently released, it's called Vedike, and it relates to spatial audio. And we, the, the root of that app actually came from this problem. Different platforms like Zoom or Skype, they're built for conversations. So which means that if one person is talking, the other person won't be able to talk. Uh, and that works out in the regular sense. But when you're trying to sing together, all of us want to sing together and the teacher wants to hear how everybody sounds together. Um, but that somehow didn't happen. So we were thinking like how to, how best to solve these issues. And um, that actually led to the idea of Vedike, which uh, is all about spatial audio and uh, having parallel um, people sing or perform together. That actually was one of the things that came out of this. And um, the other product that we are developing, um, it's a yoga based app called Yoga, and it uses body tracking to give you real-time feedback uh, while you're performing an asana it can i mean if you turn the front facing camera on it can tell you if you're doing it correctly or not by using body tracking that again i think um, even though the idea didn't come at that point well, due to the pandemic but i think it fit very nicely into, into the sort of online classes paradigm where everybody used to go to these yoga classes and they always had an instructor correct them but then uh, when things moved online for uh, amateur or intermediate practitioners, it's really hard for them to know if they are doing something right or not. And I think this is where Prayoga added a lot of value because we could provide something like the, I mean, we're not calling it a replacement for a teacher, but at least it could help people visualize where they're going wrong. And I think it was very timely and it was very well received. That's both our apps and how they either stemmed from it or they fit right into the paradigm of online education and teaching and performances. Wonderful, Raksha. It sounds really exciting. Um, And I have so many questions, especially around the spatial audio, but maybe that's a conversation for another time. (laughs) But I can certainly see so many people benefiting from it. And imagine a group of teachers on one side, a group of students on one side. It's almost mm-hmm. like a symphony, an orchestra. The possibilities are endless um, and we're just getting started. So we are also very excited to be um, on this journey and to see how it shapes up and how things evolve. So in terms of actually, um, you know, building out a company, 
and holding people together, getting them excited about, you know, what you are so excited about. You know, I'm sure that's a that's a key for for a lot of things, for innovation, for customer success and, and all the good things that go into what a good company can be. So what have been some of your approaches to, uh, let's say, hiring the right people and creating the kind of culture that you want? Hiring, you know, uh, it's it's just the way things are, like hiring the right kind of people is, uh, and uh, retention is, especially right now, um, it's one of the biggest challenges. But then, um, like, whenever we hire somebody, I think there are a few things that we look out for um, very particularly. One is that we, we want to make sure that they're not just the right people with the right kind of technical skill set, but they also are equally passionate about what the company is building, what is what is it about. So the culture of things is, culture of the company is also very important to us. And that's something that we try to, you know, ensure that this person already has or uh, can grow into that while they are at our company. So um, just, you know, whenever we have an interview um, and when you have time for somebody to ask extra questions, we try to see if they ask the right kind of questions, really. Like, are they interested about what we are building and where we are headed? So those kind of things are something that we look out for when we are hiring. Even at the company, we are trying to build things really fast. We want to be in the pulse of the innovation. We want to try to build things and pivot if things are not looking right, if the assumptions that we had about a certain product or certain service that we have, if it is wrong, we want to make sure that we can change quickly. So that culture of change and you know adapting to things, that's also really important to us. So yeah, these are some of the things that we are trying to hire for and we are trying to make sure that we have it internalized in the company. So Again, a, a curiosity question for me. As a leader, as a CEO of a company, has your uh, music, music meaning helped you, you know, bring some of those practices and uh, disciplines to, to what you do as part of running a company every day? Honestly, I never think of it as two different things like for me it's been ingrained in my life so much that it has become a part of who I am um, I mean like I said I've been learning uh, music since I was a four-year-old so I've just known it even without knowing that I that this is a part of my life absolutely like the kind of discipline and practice that an art form needs I think that um, seeps into all aspects of your life um, just having the kind of focus that you need for uh, practicing something like classical music, um, that has always carried on to the way I work. I think we're also building the company. Uh, but something that, I mean, apart from the discipline and the, uh, the, the kind of rigor that is needed, um, something that I believe has also seeped in is the kind of creativity that we have in music you know we're always trying to create we're always trying to innovate and stand apart and that again has been a big part of what we are here at the company so uh, in, in more ways than one really that's beautiful and i hope that that continues to be the dna of your company thank you so much yeah i really wish for that too so raksha as uh, you know a woman entrepreneur and somebody mm-hmm. uh, and a woman in the field of tech what 
would you like to share with uh, especially women who aspire to either become entrepreneurs or take on a career in tech? So as a woman entrepreneur or as a as a woman in tech, something that I've learned so far is to, I always talk about like being able to learn from others and have a learning mindset. And sometimes I think what we at times do is like, while we are trying to learn and find out things and learn from others, I always want to be cautious that it's not at the cost of undervaluing ourselves. Uh, even though you can still have humility and learn and, um, keep growing that way but we have to make sure that whenever we have a good idea or we have certain things that we want to share it shouldn't this humility or something shouldn't hold us back from doing that just to be able to speak up when you have when you think you have a really good idea when you think you are right that i think is one of the biggest things that i have learned um, to not hold back and uh, to be able to speak up and champion my own cause so that I think um, is one of the lessons so far for me. That's really powerful, Raksha. Championing your cause. I hope that's a message that a lot of uh, listeners can take away. It's, it's extremely inspiring. You know, as we come to the end of this conversation, I, I do foresee many more conversations. Um, not sure in which context yet. So, you know, we, we ask all of our guests to uh, leave some messages for our listeners, whether, mm-hmm. and in this case, whether they may be entrepreneurs, they may be aspiring entrepreneurs, they may be people who are just getting ready to step out of college uh, mm-hmm. or step into a career in tech. So there's a wide variety of listeners we have. What are some of your life lessons that you would like to <laughs> leave for our listeners? Yeah, um, honestly, I think I'm quite early on here and uh, there have been a lot of people who have done great things and there's a lot to be learned. Um, I am still learning and growing each day. But, you know, something as founder and um, as a woman entrepreneur, something uh, that I have learned so far, I mean, this has been my experience is, I mean, there are a lot of things going on around us. There are, you know, new unicorns that spring up and, uh, Everybody is like, you know, the startup ecosystem has been going really strong here and it's easy to make comparisons and um, it's easy to, you know, compare yourself to peers and uh, compare the successes and the failures. But something that has helped us to keep on building is the focus. And that I think is the most important thing to be able to focus on building the right thing and to be able to focus on building it the right way. I think if we just keep our head down on that, you know, things will fall in place. So that is something that I always tell myself and I hope um, it helps somebody who's going through a similar thing right now. So uh, that's definitely one. And um, like I think I've mentioned a couple of times in this conversation here, uh, for anybody who's starting out new and who's starting out in tech, want to build their career, um, just having a very learning mindset to, um, you know, just be open to new ideas, new things. And tech is so fast moving. The technology, the, there are different computer languages that come out every day. Just be open to change. And um, that's, I think, when we grow and we learn the best when we are open to change. So, yeah, those are my two cents. Very nice, Raksha. And, uh, yeah. you know, wishing you 
Krishna and your team all the very best uh, and very excitedly looking forward to what Parjanya Solutions um, is going to present to the world. Thank you so much for your time and uh, being part of this podcast show. And I would certainly look forward to many more conversations with you. Thank you, Chitra. It was an absolute pleasure being here. And um, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, I would also really look forward to our future conversations and see where those lead to. Thank you so much again. We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people's stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcasts at pm-powerconsulting.com.